Geekish Cast, episode 57. Why would you play that Nintendo game that many times? Geekish Cast. I'm your host, Jeremy, and I'm joined again by Marco from ISN Gaming. What's up, Marco? Hey, Jeremy. I love being on Geekish Cast. Yeah, I appreciate you coming on. Thanks. Hey, um, I got to tell you, so after dragging my feet for a while, um, I had been wanting to get a 10-inch uh, Kindle because it's easier to read comics and that sort of thing on. Absolutely. And I got one, and now I'm fucking hooked on Minecraft again. So uh, is there anything? <laughs> That's the game anything? I got in my Kindle, so. Yeah. Anything you got going on right now that you're just really into that you want to share with us? Uh, things that I'm really into. I'm actually getting into a, a lot of stuff that um was coming off. Uh, video game wise, I'm playing Fallout again. Oh, nice! Because uh, I haven't finished it. I only got halfway through the game, and then something else caught my attention, so I'm finally finishing that. I was hoping to put that as a series, maybe, maybe do a let's play on that. Uh, a couple, okay. a couple new games coming out, and of course, Daredevil just dropped, so I have to binge watch that next. I, actually, yeah, actually, I just uh, I hit play and uh, started playing from episode one, season one. Mm-hmm. And now I'm just oh, and now I'm just you're di- I'm doing the whole. You're diving all the way in. Yeah, that's that's dedication right well, there. It, it just I hit play. I went to bed. I went back to bed and just played. And I was like, oh, this is episode one. Oh, but it's so good. I'll just Mm -hmm. watch the whole damn thing again. Oh, boy. Yeah. Well, you know what I can tell you? Um, And I come back to it all the time. I'll rewatch that section. That hallway fight scene is in episode two. Yes, episode two. I just just finished it this morning. I was like, God, this is so good. This was so well shot. That that whole thing. I I don't know how many times they had to practice that to get that one take Uh like that. But that thing is so amazing. So amazing. Uh, Everything was choreographed perfectly. I love how... You know, uh, Murdoch is getting tired during the fight scene. Yes. You know, and they're playing up uh, how his father used to got beat up, too, which was a nice thing in the whole episode. I thought it was beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Um, so. But, you know, also the, the really amazing thing about it, I think, is that a quarter to half the action took place off screen. Oh, yeah. yeah it's hilarious when that happens, too. I love it. Yeah. And they go off into the other rooms and you just watch the hallway for a minute. And then a guy comes flying out and the guy is about to run in. It was a microwave comes, hits him in the head. Yep. Oh, everything about that is amazing. Oh, I just so love good. that scene. I've got that. You know, I downloaded a short clip of it, from, or a clip of it, or the whole scene of it yeah. from YouTube on high def, just so I could have it, like, right when I need to see it. Because <laughs> I you love, might need to see I, it. Exactly. Yeah. I love a well-choreographed fight scene, you know. That's like the epitome of one. Yeah, Probably it the really best is. ones I've seen in a while, actually. It was clever and different and just good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, off off that topic a little bit, but still on fight scenes. Uh, did you are you a Bruce Lee guy at all? Oh, big big time. Okay, so you know the ending of Game of Death then. Yeah. yeah. Okay, I will play. Well, I will play just the parts of Bruce Lee, but from the moment where he hits the steps and fights the Taekwondo artist, yeah, up to his fight with Kareem Abdul Jabbar, I actually have that sliced off into a separate movie that I scrape as the full movie Game of Death on my on my server for my TV. Okay. So basically, if, if you're ever at my house and it looks like Game of Death is about to come on, it's only going to be about seven minutes. It's only going to be a <laughs> seven-minute clip, but 
It's just going to be that. But that is the, yeah, some of the best fight choreography I had ever seen at that point in my life. Oh, yeah, he started it, basically, you know? Exactly, exactly. That man was a genius. Um, So, you know, kind of keep in mind, I know you're a video game guy, but you're more of a PC guy. Oh, let me ask you this. What Fallout are you playing? Are you playing Fallout 4? Oh, yeah, the new 4, 4, yeah. Okay. Uh, I got to tell you, recently, when I got that, I played that about halfway through. And I was doing, my character was just a martial artist, no weapons. Oh, that's always a fun way to go through it. Then I ran into a suicide uh, nuke mutant. Oh. And, uh, yeah, I had just, I I stopped playing because I was like, well, there's no way to do it that way. (laughs) So if you can't commit to it, why do it, right? Yeah, I'll just have to come back to it. Um, How how do you play? Just kind of general or is there an actual style you try to follow? Um, It kind of varies. Usually my first play twos is my kind of standard. What would I do in this situation? Um, and I just try to I, I gotta keep a middle road. Not the nicest, but not the worst person out there. Um, which is kind of the fun part about the game. Uh, and then I'll do a, a walkthrough that would be, I don't know, try to see everything in the game. Then I'll try to do something evil, something good. See the different aspects of the game, how far you can push things. Oh, sure. Um... What do you call? It? I know this one guy did the whole whole game without fighting or killing anybody directly. Yeah, I, I haven't watched it, but I did see where one guy did it. But he said you had to really kind of socially trick other people into killing people for you, basically. Yeah, at some point, it's still, well, he tried to be nonviolent about it, but that some people had to die. So yeah, a way to do that, I guess. Uh, but why do you want to watch that? It sounds so boring, right? <laughs> Well, I, I, I think it'd be kind of interesting to see. I don't know. Yeah, no, I want to see. It's cool that you could do that, though. I mean, that's they really up the options in that game. Yeah. Well, but in some ways, I felt like they kind of, they <clears throat> they reduced the number of options from, say, Fallout 3, uh, the way you, you could play that. Because Fallout 3 often had two or three ways to solve a, uh, a quest. Hmm. And a lot of the ones I was running into in 4 seemed like they were all combat ways. You know what I mean? Yep. And, you know, which is fine. I mean, you're playing a, you know, a fi- you know, basically a game that revolves around fighting. That's cool. I get it. But sometimes you do want to play a character that's different. Yeah. I mean... Or at least, at least I do. Yeah, yeah. This time I've been doing a lot with my uh, charisma, so I've been convincing people. <laughs> just, yeah. It just seems to give me rewards, so I, I don't know how to go through the game non-violently. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't even know. I don't even see how it is an option, but I guess it is, so. Well. Yeah, and I, I could see how some people would want to play that way. I, I know when I, because I was a bigger, it was, usually I'm a bigger Oblivion guy than a Fallout guy. I, I tend to like them both. I like them both. Uh, yeah. I'd probably, if I had to pick, I'd probably go more towards an Oblivion Skyrim kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I'm more Knights in Armor than Mad Max, you know? Yeah, exactly. And that was always one of the things I like to do. Well, you know, I think the thing is when you start a game like that, like we'll just use, we'll use, um, you know, just the Morrowind, the Elder Scrolls in general. Mm-hmm. You tend to start off as a bow and arrow character because it's the easiest way to start racking up kills. Uh, I usually, I have affinity for archers kind of too, so. Yeah. So one of my first, like, well, I'm going to try this was where I just said, fuck it, I'm not going to use bow and arrows at all, ever. I'm just not going to use them. Okay. And then eventually I, I did a thing where I said, well, I'm going to play a, a like Eastern style monk, <laughs> you know, okay. I'm not going to use, I'm not going to use stealth. I'm not going to carry any weapons. I'm going to wear plain clothes, but you know, I'm going to make sure that, you know, if, if a fist fight breaks out or if a fight breaks out, you the character is, 
yeah, you know, that's where all the points are going to go. That's cool. that's where I started playing like that because it was just it was a different way to handle things. But with that character, you had to make sure your speed skills got high. Yeah, well, that's what, because that's what I liked yeah. about these games is is you could the things that make both games and not just games but also movies and stuff is using your imagination in congruent with it. Just like oh, that, sure. you know what I mean? So you have your character who you think is a Buddhist monk, and you're going to play as a monk throughout the game, and that's your imagination creating a story to go with the story they've already created and the world they've already created. But your imagination oh, is so key to that. I love that. Abs- yeah, absolutely. I, I, that's what I enjoyed most about the Elder Scroll games to begin with. It's that you just, you know, fuck it. Hey, yeah. what's over that hill? It's the freedom, it's the sandbox, yeah. the, the exploration of it all. Yeah, when I first found that, I was blown away by the the gameplay options of that. That's amazing. Uh, and they yeah. just added the, all the the building system, so it's basically like a Minecraft system in there now. People are building uh, towers up to the sky and different settlements and stuff. So, oh yeah, I love it. Well, you know, when I first found it, I bought it for Xbox. It was Morrowind. Yep. But but then I went ahead and I bought the full loaded out Game of the Year edition for my computer. Because I discovered modding. Oh, modding. That's why I'm a PC gamer. Yeah. And then I was just like, holy shit, you can do anything. And I even, it was it was more, it was, I bit off more than I could chew. Okay. But are you familiar with the John Carter of Mars series? John Carter of Mars? Maybe. Yeah. Oh, John Carter? Uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Edgar Rice Burroughs, the guy that created Tarzan, mm-hmm. created a created a character who one day wakes up on Mars. And it is just like this badass warlord going forward. Um, I actually started building the version of Mars that was in those novels. Oh wow! In in the Morrowind, um, oh, I can't even remember what their kit was called, but their their world creation kit. So that'd be the kit they kind of do it with, though. That's a good kit. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. But it was it was it was a bigger bite than I could do, and it was before I knew anything about three D stuff. So you know, it was graphics would. You know, graphics or skill both kept getting in my way. Right. But it was a lot of fun to try to play with. Yeah, well, it probably pushed you forward a little bit, too, on those fronts as well, so. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And I'm, I'm a guy, like, if I want to do something, I just jump in with both fucking feet. See if you, you know? can swim, right? Exactly. Uh, you know, that's how I got into podcasting. One day my wife said, would you shut up about the new fucking Star Wars movie? So I bought, you know, microphones. <laughs> it's like, I can't, so let me do something with it. I'm not going to shut up about it, but I'll go talk to other people. <laughs> right? I can bother other people about Star Wars if you want. All right. Exactly. That's that's what I'll do. And it turns out some other people might enjoy it, too. So, oh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. That's fine. And that's been kind of the cool thing. I've actually met, well, like you and a handful of other people, really cool people that just want to get on and bullshit about this stuff. Yeah, it's the best. Uh, I can't can't believe that everything like I loved as a child is now just mainstream, and it's almost like what I do all day. Is just, yeah, you know, that's that's outstanding. Yeah, kind of like, well, this is, I just love this life. <laughs> yeah. Hey, so I'm, I'm going to, you know, as we kind of wind down here, I'm going to pick your brain to find out yeah, a little bit more about Marco's geekish side. Who is your favorite superhero? My favorite superhero. Yes. That's a big tie. So mm-hmm. as a kid, I would always run to get uh, maybe that cheap 50-cent Spider-Man comic I could find. Oh, sure. You know, So Spider-Man was my guy as a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would never miss a Batman either when it would come on. So I would say right now probably my favorite hero right now as a man is Batman. Just being... Okay. A, he's got no super talent except being a smart badass ninja, essentially, 
and being a billionaire. Mm-hmm. But he's a, he's a human, and he competes amongst gods. So yes. I mean, what's better than that? I, I love no, that does that does give a lot of stature to him. Well, yeah, you know, he's a man yeah. amongst gods, and uh, he has a plan to kill each one of the gods in the room. So, yeah, yeah, and that's you know, I that was so cool with that idea as a story, like a bad guy stealing his his Excel files on superheroes. But wow, did they end up beating up that story a lot? Yeah, you know, Brother I did it, and Rachel Ghoul did it, uh, on and on and on and on. I didn't on. realize there's used that much, but I'm glad you got the reference. Oh no, I, I certainly <laughs> did. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, do you remember? Let's not as a kid, but at, like at a point, maybe as a teenager or a young man. Is there a comic that stood out to you as the holy fuck? I am never going to stop reading comics again because of this book. Uh, yeah. Um, ooh, actually, it would probably have to be First Watchmen. Oh yeah. It was before Watchmen was coming out. I hadn't heard of it. My buddy was telling me all about it, and that he had the graphic novel. You should read it. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. all right, I will do that. Um, that blew me away more than I expected from a. From what I remember is my comics used to be thin and small, and this was a novel. Like, it was really, you know, it was meaty, it was dark, it was gritty. I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then the next one I read, which is also just absolutely amazing, was, you know, Dark Knight Returns. Uh, probably my favorite ever. Uh, just, I love that story. And it's basically what I was just talking about, you know, Batman be- beating a god. Yep. Because he's a, you know, he has a plan. Oh yeah, absolutely, and that's that's the thing. Doug and I talked about that yesterday. He's like, you know, because I'm always up in the air. Could Batman beat Superman? I think Superman would have to meet him more than halfway. And then Doug, and I'm sure you probably agree with this. Doug's like, if Batman has half an hour to think ahead into it, he can beat him. Usually, and it's it's mostly on that one principle. I, I know they they mentioned it uh, with the movie coming out. Uh, what is it? I, or is it just a line in the uh, the comic book? Deep down, I know that. Clark is essentially a good man, and I know deep down yes. I'm not. Yeah, yeah, and that's the and that's how he why. and that's how he could beat him. Um, yeah. Which I it's like one of those quotes that uh, when you read it, it sends like a little chill down your spine, and I really hope they they use it in the uh, the movie. I think they did, did they? I don't know. I don't know if the I don't know if that quote's in there. It, I would not be surprised to see it. Um, but holy shit, am I excited for this movie? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I already got the tickets. I'll be uh going if it, if it's not bad, I'll be seeing it almost as much as Star Wars probably. So. Oh yeah. Well, and that's the thing is uh, we just got our IMAX theater right in the in the next town over. Ooh, there's the nothing place. better than a new theater. Exactly. And this I love this place because they have reclining chairs. They sell beer. You know, it, it yep. just it. Yeah, for for a lazy glutton, it doesn't get any better. It doesn't, and that's exactly uh, why I'm going to this theater now instead of the one I usually used to go to. It's because they yeah. have the recliners. They have the beer you can order and all that good stuff. So why not? You could have a recliner now. You pick your seats oh, out, yeah. recliner, every time. Yeah, the, the only thing I ever do that's a little shady is I always get the handicap, uh, what do they call it, the companion seats, dead center. Dead center. <laughs> Yep, because they are. They're dead center, and they have extra uh, space around them to get wheelchairs. Yeah, it was actually funny. I I was at Deadpool, and uh, someone grabbed those seats, and then the disabled guy comes in with the wheelchair and the whole crew gives him the look. Yeah. And he pulls off off to the side. He had room. Yeah, I mean, if i got to move, i got to move. You know, you're going to get the nice seat if you can. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to gamble on those being okay, though. It was all right. Everyone survived. 
It's funny, though. Oh, sure. Yeah, nobody's going to get hurt. Everything's cool. <laughs> um, let me see you here. We're kind of running down here. How about... And so, well, since you're you're a video game guy and a playthrough guy, <laughs> what game first really hooked you? Oh, um, I know exactly what that is. That's a uh, Zelda. Mm. Zelda back back before I can remember on a uh, old NES, blown into the yeah. cartridge. I had the gold cartridge and everything. That's one of the reasons why it stood out. It was just an awesome, fun game too, compared to everything else that was out. So well, yeah, like yeah. Zelda. And- that was an outstanding game, and it was different than anything that had been done to that point. At that point, yeah. Yeah, that was outstanding. For me, you know, Castlevania Two was really That's the first one, one yeah. that really grabbed me. Yeah. Well, that was another one. Uh, I would have to... I, that was, I think I was on, on Sega, was it? Uh, no, that one was on NES. That was on NES? That was on NES, yeah. What was it? Three? Three was on Three was on Sega. Okay, that's the one I must have been playing. No, no, that, that wasn't, no, because that was on NES as well. Really? Yeah. I think it might have been like Bloodline Castlevania Bloodlines number four or something was the Sega one. That's the one I played yeah. most of as a child. Yeah. I don't know. I'm gonna have to go back. I'm gonna check out one of those retro channels watching Castlevania yeah. tonight. Well, yeah, yeah, I've got a thing I'm doing now where I'm turning a Raspberry Pi into a game emulator. Okay. And I'm gonna go back and play all that crap again. Nice. Yeah, it's yeah. That's the fun thing to do. Go always get those oh, on your phone and everything. Yeah. Uh, you know, because I'm I remember, I'm a bit older than you, so when I was in high school, I got my first job at 13, mm-hmm. and um, uh, an NES that came with two controllers and Duck Hunt and Mario Brothers was $149.99. My first check went to just that. <laughs> nice. Priorities. That was like, You're 13. Yep, I am, yep, hey, I'm buying a fucking Nintendo. That is what I'm getting. And then I went absolutely batshit crazy after that. Now, I, I played so many lousy games that I even played the Friday the 13th game all the way through to completion more than 50 times. More than 50 times? More than 50 times. Why? <laughs> but why? Marco, here, here's the thing. A lot of games sucked back then, and we didn't have anything to compare it to. You know, that, <laughs> you that's know? very true. The, the bar was way lower than... Yep. There was a lot of shitty games, and you got to remember back then that Games were built to damn near be unbeatable. Oh, so yeah, once, they were not looking out for you. Yeah, yeah, they wanted so you to once die. So once you once you found the way to do it, other people would be like, "No, you can't beat that game." You're like, "Oh yeah, I can beat that game. <laughs> I can beat Defender of the Realm in twelve turns." You know, <laughs> that's how you right. got. Oh. I can beat this game in no, you know. Well, it was it's it, like, it was a different mindset back then. Back then, they're mostly thinking about arcades. So the more times you died, yeah. the more quarters you'd have to put in, yada yada. Exactly. And that's where the game industry revolved around back then. Yeah, I remember uh, Ninja Gaiden, the first one. Okay. Was such a tough game. There were like five of us who just kept working on it, and it was that thing that, like, okay, when you die, it's my turn. So yeah, you, you just keep you passing were, it off. And yeah. you're never quite as good as you were that last game you were playing. You're trying to get oh, yeah. so you die anyway. I actually so, I actually firmly believe that Carpal Tunnel Syndrome did not exist until the Nintendo Corporation started making that machine. <laughs> I'm sure knitters uh, will disagree with you, but... <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. You, you yeah I right. skyrocketed yeah. between keyboards yeah. and video games. Are you kidding me? But I remember, man, we... How many times do I click a day? Hundreds of thousands? Oh, God, yeah. Can't, <laughs> That's even, a thing. can't think about it. Re- repetitive motion, you know. But that Ninja Gaiden, you know, we spent fucking weeks, like four or five of us, just constantly trading off until we finally beat it. 
Well, my brother was playing playing it on Twitch the other day. He beat the game in like 32 minutes. You got a little speed run there? Yeah, and I'm just like, how the fuck can you do this now? And yet, you know, 20 some odd years ago. There's, know, there's no chance. It's like unthinkable. Wait, half an hour to beat this? Get out of here. Yeah, exactly. I, every time I hear a speed run of an old game, I'm just like, wait, how is that impossible? Yeah. yeah. It's got to be, it's like the four minute mile, you know? Nobody could beat the four minute mile until somebody did, and then everybody could. More. Yeah. All right. Hey, Marco, so we are just about out of time there. Is there anything else you want to bring up that we didn't hit? Uh, no, sir. I'm all good. Okay. Any projects you want to let us know about? Uh, just keep an eye on my YouTube and Twitter, and I'm going to be coming out with a, a new series of something. I'm not sure exactly okay. what I'll be playing yet, but I'll be coming out with something. All right. Why don't you give us your YouTube and Twitter uh, handles? Well, yeah. You guys can find me at ISIN Gaming. That's I-S-I-N Gaming at YouTube and Twitter. Excellent. All right, guys. You can find us at geekishcast.com. Our Facebook is at facebook.com slash geekishcast. And I tweet from at the geekishcast. If you are an iTunes user, please take a moment to rate and review us. And also, please remember, if you do come to our Facebook page, hit the like button. It would help us out a lot. All right, Marco, thank you for joining us. Thank you. And I'd love to have you back sometime soon, so I'll be in touch. And everybody else, have a good night. 